What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boy, joined as always by Glenn Enos. Junior. And Matthew Souza. Hit the drop, Glenn. The other one. <laughs> what one? Man screaming. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's me. That's you? Okay. Yeah. And the commission's here as well. The commissioner, Mr. Andrew Panatra. And if you're listening at home or on the road or wherever you're listening to the Stella Soda Podcast, we thank you. And you're probably wondering why the commissioner's here today. Well, basically, It's got to be like formal holiday rounds before he goes on vacation. Definitely. But um, basically, we're just going to talk about this past week, week 15 of football. We're going to talk about our fantasy league, what happened in that. And then to start the podcast... We're going to talk about a little something that happened last week. So, Commission, do you want to start or should I start? You start. You sh- I start? Okay. So, this is how uh, this is how my Friday night went. Was it Friday night? <laughs> oh, God. I, I love the Friday intro. Ball. This is how my Friday went. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, Sunday. Let's see here. No, it was Friday. It was Friday. Friday night. Get out of work. Chilling. I get a text from the commission. Now, normally when the commission texts me, it's usually something fantasy football related. It's usually something either talking shit about Sousa or uh, somebody else. And uh, it's usually fantasy football banner. But he starts off with guy. G-U-I. There's one text. Okay. And I said, what? And the next text that followed the what reads collusion from the commissioner. And I said, (laughs) with what? And he said, you know. And I said, I don't know because I didn't know. When you don't know something, usually you respond, I don't know. And then he says, take the high road. And I said, okay, like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I'll do that. You know, conversation over. And then he follows up with, I'm serious. And I'm like, all right, what the fuck? It's Friday. Trying to enjoy my Friday night. Trying to think about how the fuck I'm going to beat Jake so I can face either Mason or Panacho. And I respond with, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And he says, okay, already acting guilty. And I said, now I'm getting aggravated because I don't know what I'm guilty of. And I say, guilty of what? What did I do? And he responds with picking up Scott and Gainwell. And for those of you who don't know, Scott is the last name of a player, Boston Scott, who was a third string running back on the Philadelphia Eagles. And Gainwell is the last name of Kenneth Gainwell, who was the second string running back on the Eagles, both who were on free agency this week. And, yes, I did pick them up. So now I'm trying to piece two and two together. And I said, LMAO. Wait, what? Because I was in such shock and awe (laughs) that I was being accused of collusion for picking up Boston fucking Scott. 
and Kenneth Gainwell. And then he follows up with, yeah, because I have to hear about it. What the fuck did you think, LOL? And me says, I deadass did not know. Uh, do you want to pick it up from there? Yeah. Right, so ahead. first off, I'm really disappointed in you because when he said you didn't know and you didn't follow up, you better call somebody. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so I'm really disappointed how this podcast is starting. This is a fancy uh, football number- podcast. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to start off. So I get a text. You got to remember, it's the holidays. I'm planning a wedding. I go to the gym. I got to get ready for the academy. And then I get a text with all these dots and spaces and what the fuck, blah, blah. it's your father because he thinks you're colluding with Sousa. I didn't look at your team. I didn't know you had no RB2. I didn't know about Jeff Wilson Hart because I got all these other shit going on. So before I even looked at your team, I just went, I'm going to send a text to Glenn. And I send those texts like that trying to see if you're suspicious of anything. If I just say, hey, buddy, what's up? I think there's some collusion. What's going on with this? I have to act like you already did it so you can get a confession or something. Why but is I was, that? What is it? Why, why uh, is that? Because I take this league very seriously. As do I. Yeah, so what, the second I looked at your team, I saw that you had no RB2. I was like, and I texted your dad right away. I was like, Mr. You know, there's, there's nothing here. I accomplished nothing doing this. Okay. So either way, so first off, he was actually mad because he thought he forgot that uh, consolation people couldn't could pick people up. So once I said that to him, that was like half his pissed offness. The other half, he thinks, well, because Suze already doing ad drops to have ten RBs, and now Glenn, the guy that had a wedding, and Suze was the best man. Uh, he thought he was helping him out, so I could see it. So, all right, let me uh, all right. let me let me respond to that first. Um. <clears throat> and honestly, honestly, if it wasn't Sousa facing Mister Enos, I wouldn't even texted you, because I really wanted to nail Sousa to the cross. That's why I did it. I understand. Thanks. That. And 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 for for some reason that we'll get to later. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what Sousa. Did to anybody to deserve this spot? <laughs> Crucified to lacrosse, he says. But that's or a different conversation. I'm going to start out with this. For those of you who don't know, okay, uh, we're in a 14-man league, very competitive. And if you don't know and you listen to this podcast, I don't know what the fuck you've been listening to all this time. But we're in a 14-man league, very competitive, a league that I initiated and started back in 2012. And, yes, at the time, I included my dad, I included my uncle, I included my closest friends that I had along with anybody who is serious about fantasy football. Through that time, we've expanded to 14 people. Through that time, we've switched commissioners because I wanted, as a league creator, to get people to have a different perspective rather than just one mind controlling everything. And I think so far that has worked with Panacea being commissioner for this time. And we've done fair elections, blah, blah, blah. Um, The point I want to get to is I... I haven't been speaking with my father for over the past two years, not fantasy football related, just personal issues. So in this instance, of course, he would then 
come to you to face his concerns and bitch to me because he's not going to text me. Uh, even though he told me to lose his number, he still has my number. So uh, that's, that's number one. If he has a problem with anything, he can call me, he can text me, and I'd be happy to answer him just like I'm answering you three right now. Number two is that you know better, Mr. Commissioner, because if there's anyone that takes this league as serious as you do, it is I. And number three, I do, I don't care what Souza does, and I don't care enough to collude against someone else in fantasy football because it's karma. What goes around comes around. I picked up Boston Scott from a waiver claim for $1. I added Kenneth Gainwell for free. If he got to the app before I did, he could have said, oh, hey, Kenneth Gainwell, let me press the add button. He's on my team. I saw Kenneth Gainwell was there taking a chance because my fucking RB1 is Tyler Algier, in case you didn't know. And, uh, yeah, I'm in the consolation in the bottom of the fucking ladder, and I'm trying to avoid the toilet bowl. So my biggest thing, Mr. Kamish, was that I was more insulted that you would attack my integrity of collusion when you know me better than that. And I'm also aggravated because, like I said, if, you know, Pops has a problem, he can always text me or lash out at me or insult me. And he can accuse me of collusion myself before running to you. So you have to get in the middle of it. That's all well, I'm saying. I'm not going to get in the middle of it, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm talking about fantasy. Yeah. He was mostly mad because he forgot that you could even pick up people. That's the first thing. It wasn't so much – the whole argument wasn't so much collusion. It was more he's not even supposed to be picking up people. And, and, and you know, secondary note is, like, collusion because to help out his buddy Souza. And which, how long, how long has, has he been in this league? Uh, since 2012, his first one ever won a championship. And 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 how long has people playing for something in the postseason? When have they ever not been able to pick up people? Say it again. So if you're playing for something in the weeks yeah. of the playoffs, you are allowed to add, drop, and do waiver yes. claims, aren't you? Yes. Okay. And and he forgot that after being in the league for over 10 years. Yeah, but when was the last time he was in the consolation? Four years ago? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It hasn't been that long. But, again, another person who should know better. And before making any accusations or rashing out and or lashing out, I should say, and accusing of, of collusion, maybe check the rule book first. Maybe uh, use that brain in your noggin. Just an idea. The problem, I, the, problem, the problem with it is, is, like, it's just laughable because it's Boston fucking Scott for a dollar. Yeah. That's why I'm so like, and, and you were dead ass about it texting me. And I was like, what the fuck is this? What have I, and, and like I said, uh, regardless, it was, it was regardless text, of. So you, can, so you can misinterpret text. All I said was I could, guy. I could, really? yeah, but I, I, I know you. Like, guy, like, are you really colluding? Like, like I give two fucks about what Sousa and him do in the first round. When I have See, a toilet to That's you. Point. I'm thinking me. 
in my head, I want Sousa to lose. Right. That's Thanks. not the commission talking. That's Panacho talking. And, and that's fine. But I'm just saying, you can't just – But Every I time you smell something, you can't just accuse someone and say, yeah, 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 that's collusion. Especially when it's not. I picked them up for a fucking dollar. I put in a waiver like claim. I, I didn't like say, I hey. You, I didn't even look at your team. I just said – he's like, he just picked up Scott and Gainwell. And I was like, oh, really, both of them? Like, really? So then I was like, and then once I look at your team, I'm like, Mister, you know, he's got no RB and he's allowed to pick someone up because he's has something to play for. Yeah, and, and I actually whatever. have Fab. Your father, your father didn't even want me to bring it up to you. He's like, just keep this between two, you and me, blah blah. But I just went to you because it was some quick little chit chat. I didn't know it would drag on for five days of you saying it every other text in the chat, and then well, me have to come on here <laughs> and then you have to air your grievances. Well, because it pissed me off. At the time it pissed me off. Me talking about it in the chat is just me trolling you. And uh, that's fine. Nah, I know you. You were kind of, No, you no, 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 no. No, because if you can if you can beat a dead horse of Sousa losing in the first round, this and that, I can sure as hell beat the dead horse of collusion for at least five days. Okay. Play the hits, that's what I say. That's it. So that's all. You're a great commish. I was upset at the moment. I reached out to the co-host here. With my frustration of you accusing me of collusion, or my father collusion me, accusing me of collusion. Yeah, because in the group, because of the group chat, he said every point you did before he even said anything. So I was like, "Oh, this guy's go- now he's going around crying to people." No, I I, I had to make sure because I was like, "Is it?" Am I, I had to look. I had to look in the mirror and say, "Wait a minute, am I really colluding?" Like subconsciously, I had to double check to make sure I wasn't fucking crazy. So I texted Souza and Mason. I texted Jake Fryer because I respect his fantasy opinion as well. And I even texted Craig, but Craig was too busy talking about himself getting four trophies in four years, so he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, even though he won. Right. But that's it. And that's that's all it was. And then I spread my thing in here just to troll you, as a good friend would. Yeah. And I knew you would respect that, which is why you got that's so fine. angry and had to come on. And I didn't get angry. I just want to make sure that – I had something to say before you just say your whole point, and then I look like an idiot with a thumb up my ass. No. You don't need me to say something first before you do that. In the the text, you were saying, even if you were colluding, it wouldn't matter because he should have had fab, which doesn't matter at all. So I was just trying to get that point across, too. What do you mean? Like, 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 so like say, say, say if I had, say if I had like five good running backs, and I just said, yeah, I'm gonna pick up Boston Scott, so this guy can't have him. And I do that no, because so, I save my fab and he doesn't. What is there to cry about? No, that's fine. If there was a text between you and Sousa and you, Sousa's like, I really want to be your father, but he's good at picking up these shit bums and frigging them getting 20 points. So you're like, all right, I'll pick up these two running backs. That's collusion. Right. And there wasn't. I Right hand to God, both hands to God. I know. I know there wasn't. I know there wasn't. It, I was coming to you half joking, like just like troll you, like, oh, are you colluding? Just being a prick. And two, to see if like there's any ounce of truth. Gotcha. Let me get, let me ask a question. But so here's you, the thing. No, no. Cause you guys were talking, cause what Mason said to me, he took your point. And I'm not going to, I'm going to paraphrase it. Like, I'm not going to verbatim, but it's like, oh no, it's, it's the other guy's fault because you had no fab. It's like saying, like, if I'm driving down the highway, or no, I'm driving down the street and I'm legally intoxicated, but I'm not breaking any rules of the road. And someone else runs a stop sign and hits me. 
what you guys are saying is basically like, oh, well, you shouldn't be on the road to begin with. But no, it's your fault. It doesn't matter. They have I didn't zero say if you pick someone up to collude to make someone else's team better. It doesn't matter. You're at fault. It's not his fault that he had zero fab. It's your fault for colluding. That's what I was trying to say. So the whole fab doesn't matter. Well, no, I was talking more in the sense of like him being pissed that Sousa was picking people up. Because if oh, he's no, pissed no. that he, Sousa doing say, it, then why are you pissed? It's because you should have had more fab. No, yeah, no, that's 100% correct. Um, I'm saying collusion-wise. Hold on. Gotcha. So what's the punishment for collusion? Uh, so I know in the future. Offense. First time offense? We, we don't have anything lined up for it, so. All right. First of all, our league, if there was actual collusion, it wouldn't fly under the radar. I think everyone's on top of everything. Like, but I, like see, I see something like that, like a Boston Scott and a Gainwell, even though they seem like it doesn't matter, it could matter. Yeah. You're right. I, I, like I, I agree that no collusion would, would not go unnoticed or whatever, which is why I don't think we should have trade vetoes because it just yeah, slows things down. Terrible. Even a review, I mean. Just let them go through instantly. Well, the problem is with that is sometimes you get players who trade other players for dinner. No, that, that doesn't was, happen anymore. It fucking happened. Then reverse it. Then just reverse it. Then just reverse it. I put thought about this too. Me and Jake doing that trade for dinner did not affect the league at all. Not yeah, once. You, you did the Sousa math. You put every point. And because I had to change every yes. fucking point. Yes, that you that's what I'm saying. Every week. It, never, it never affected the league by one atom. You don't because know that. all it affected was you for adding and minusing points. That's yep. it. Now, no, Sousa and- dropping his whole team and Jake Fry picking up Stafford, that is something that affects the league and that changed the course of history as we know it. That has nothing to do with veto. Uh, it has a, it has something to do with, you know, I don't know. It's you fucked up. Okay. All right. Because um, so, that, like, the the excuse I made about the DOI thing, that was the excuse with Fryer, as in, oh, he was above me the waiver, he should have put a waiver. I was like, no, the whole point is Stafford should never have been there to begin with. So. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So Susan's a colluder, not me. Sousa is some. There's a reason why you got two votes, not set. Nah, I was just an idiot, um, and no one corrected it either. But I have a question. Uh, I okay. believe I gathered from this conversation that if a third party texts somebody to pick up a guy to block somebody else, that's collusion. No, collusion is me using my team to better someone else's team. If I give people advice saying, hey, you should drop this guy and pick up this guy because it will help your team, that's advice. Nice try. So Sousa tells me, hey, you should pick up Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell because you don't have any running backs. And, oh, just a coincidence, uh, your dad doesn't have any running backs either. So Now, kill- see, that's a good – that's a legal point. If Sousa said you should pick – if Susan knows, hey, I don't want Mr. Enos to get Boston Scott or Gainwell, I'm going to text Glenn to pick him up, but it, it's to benefit Glenn's team because he doesn't have a running back. That's fine. That's being smart. But if Sousa texts you, hey, Glenn, pick these guys up because I don't want your dad to have them, and you say, oh, okay, I'm going to pick them up so my dad doesn't have them, 
that's collusion. Who wants to say it? I don't. Because isn't that what you just did? With what do Brendan? you mean? What do you mean? Didn't you just tell Brendan to block to pick up a QB to block somebody from getting one because he has sixty nine fab? Yeah, that's that's fine. Because th- what I said was, I said collusion is when you use your team. If I use my team to benefit You just said, as, lo- as long as the excuse is because someone else can't get them, that's collusion. But you don't, you're missing the point. Glenn using his team to pick up those guys now makes it collusion. So if I, if I tell Craig, or, or, well, not now. Say if I tell Chris to pick up someone so Mason can't have them, that's collusion? If you tell Chris to pick someone up so Mason can't have them, yeah. Yeah. Be, so, uh, so if somebody texts Brendan to pick up a QB so Zach can't have him, that's collusion. No, because he oh. he's got to use his team. He's got to. You're missing the point. Glenn picked up those two guys. Glenn used his team to help you block someone else. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but Chris Chris would be using his team to block Mason from picking up that player. Do you understand what I'm saying? If if Chris did that to pick up, so what are you saying? So if if Chris picked up a QB, say if say if I told Chris to pick yes. up a Mason's player, like <laughs> so Mason could get her, man. <laughs> Whatever. And Chris does that. That's not collusion. Yeah. Does Chris need a QB? Doesn't matter if he needs a QB or not. I I have to look at that through a microscope, but it sounds like collusion. But again, if I tell Brendan you should pick up this guy or not. It doesn't matter because I'm not using my team. No, but you're okay. telling the other person to use theirs. Right. Yeah, but I'm not benefiting from it. Well, Glenn wasn't benefiting from picking up guys for my matchup. Yeah. Well, well you could say up. that would have been an example had I told Glenn to do it or something. All right. But anyway. Yeah. You have anything else to say, Kamish? Do you want to talk about league fees no. before you go? What about league fees? Nothing. <laughs> if, I knew I, if I knew and I could have paid <laughs> fucking week 15, I would have definitely put $250 in. Oh, because I owe 50 bucks? Yeah, we, and we're missing 150 from the league. Your dad sent me a check. And I, yeah, you're right. I, I should have paid. I should have paid hundred dollars, but I'm sorry for you know. I thought I had some time after the draft party. I dropped eighty bucks on pizza and shit. My okay. bad. Okay. Yeah, get, get fucked. <laughs> get fucked. Hey, you want to be commissioner? Yeah, you know, you know for sure. If Fry was commissioner, he would have the money first before he bought that pizza. You have the money before the league was open. Exactly. He, you'd probably actually want some money down for the year after or something too. Insurance money, just in case you flake or something. Exactly. All right. Thanks for coming on, man. Well, I cleared my name, and that's it. Good job. Thanks for joining us. Good luck next week. Collusion's not black and white. It's gray. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Commissioner Panacho. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Mason needs needs an Advil. Dude, I have a migraine. Um, Dude, that was just... that. 
like I said, my my yeah. thing is, it, it, it's not whatever. Fanat's texting me. I, I'm sorry if I misinterpreted the text, but what the fuck? You're really gonna you're really gonna bust my balls about picking up Boston Scott and fucking Kenneth Gainwell? That's what I said. Dude, fuck out of here, dude. I mean, dude, look, it's just it's just stupid. I mean, like, I know what he was saying about the fab, but my point is still, even if you were to collude, if you have more fab, you can block people to do it. I'm not saying that collusion is good by saying that. Those things are not mutually exclusive, okay? I am saying that if someone were to collude, if you had more fab money, you still could have stopped it. That's what I'm saying. That does not mean that colluding is not bad because it is and it shouldn't happen i'm gonna collude this week so watch out for that <laughs> um for that. are we are we doing it right now this this is week uh 16 which means the first round already happened which means in two out of my three leagues where i was eligible for a toilet i have avoided said toilet with wins in week 15 Hooray for me. Now it's week 16. And week 16, Mason, and we're talking about this real quick before we move on to the stuff that actually matters. It's you and me, buddy. Mm. Yep. Here we it's are you again, and me. Co-host of the Stellar Seller Podcasts. Fighting it out to avoid in a toilet bowl appearance. Mason, you've been here before. What's the secret? Um, well... If I knew, I wouldn't win the toilet every year. Um, You know what's what's sad, though, is like, I look at my team, right? How is this team bad? Your team? Your team? team, Look look at my team on paper, right? And you're like, it's a good fantasy team. And then you look at his worst season. Actually, maybe besides the one he got injured, right? Yeah, the year I had him. You said Alvin Kamara? Yeah. Yeah. Mark Andrews, worst season. Fucking. Yeah, Mike Williams, Hopkins, even Kirk's on fire. Sounds yeah. like a good team. I have no RB2. You've, ha- you've never had an RB2. I haven't had an RB1 one all year. Penny. Oh, yeah, Penny. That's right. Yeah, Penny. Penny for the first four weeks. And that's, he was probably the biggest reason why I was, I think, two, two and two, three and one. I don't know, but at one point I was four and four. And, well, uh, is it? I mean, I thought the same thing about Glenn's team. I thought he had some pretty good wide receivers: Amon Ra, Godwin, Alave, um, somebody, another what good wide receiver. I forget, and one, at least one solid running back. I mean, uh, who, the hell, who the hell was it? I don't think it was. It wasn't Algier, but it was somebody. Maybe Patterson for a while. But I thought your team was good, just like Mason's was. And now look at you guys fighting head to head. Loser goes to the toilet bowl. It's exciting. Winner avoids it. Now, I wish, unfortunately, because when we were talking about this week, I was saying how the majority of players, of managers that I want that would be nice to get the toilet are in the constellation ladder. Like four out of the six that are in the constellation ladder would be great for them to get the toilet. And now all of a sudden, there's only two left. Because Panacho and Craig avoided it. So that only leaves Glenn and Fryer. Because if Chris or Mason wins it, they've already won it. It's not fun. So, uh, Mason, you got to win this week. <laughs> you know, Susan, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
I, you know, if I'm gonna do it any for anyone, definitely gonna do it for you, pal. Definitely wow. not for my own that, sanity. Well, I was gonna dedicate my one to Sousa, so you can't do that. Oh, well, too late. I beat you to the punch. Damn, that works. Well. I, I appreciate you guys dedicating a win to me because I could use a little <laughs> bit of a pickup. I could use a little bit of a. Oh, what a happened this week, man? I, I wasn't really paying attention. What happened? Oh. You were in the playoffs, right? Oh boy. Yeah, I was in the playoffs, and now I'm out of the playoffs. You want to just? You want You said you had something to say. You want to just say it? I had a lot to say. All right, go ahead. Floor's yours, buddy. So, hold on. There we go. Long story short. I stuck a whole bag of jelly. No. Um, <laughs> so I lost by if your dad had played his full team, because he ended up sitting a guy at the end. If he played his full team, I would have lost by about two points. Just over two points, like 2.1 or something. So let's just call it two. And when you lose by such a small margin, it is very easy to point fingers in all directions because any little difference here and there, game-wise, start-sit-wise, would make the difference. And that's all I was doing on Sunday, screaming up and down. What the fuck? Why didn't you do this? Why did he do that? At the end of the day, my team didn't deserve to win. I scored 86 points. I, as a general manager, didn't deserve to win because I made a bad start-sit decision. But when you lose by two, it's like, what the fuck? You think maybe you could avoid that slip-up? When you lose by two and Devontae Adams gets four points, a guy who averages 18, you know how hard it is to average 18 points? It's hard. You got to be nasty. And he did that and put up four points. Thanks, Devontae. I'm sorry. Thanks, Dave Adams. Dave. You really, you really did a great job there. And then you got freaking – now, Greg Dulcich, say what you want about him, but he had the Arizona Cardinals. All I've been hearing all year long is that the Cardinals are the worst against tight end. Anybody, big and small, good and bad, they go off against the Cardinals or have a good game as long as they are a tight end. What did Dulcich do? One point. One. Now, to be fair, there was a tight end who caught a touchdown on the Broncos. It just wasn't him. And he got Deontay Foreman. Nine yards? Are you serious? Nine. I lost by two points. The man had nine yards. Ten for nine. I could do better than that. Even on his – say what you want about Deontay Foreman. Even his worst games, he can get you two or three. He got .9. And then you look – and then you oh, – honorable mentions to uh, Montgomery and Deontay Johnson. They did great. Joe Burrow, too. They did great. But it wasn't enough because my first pick – the first pick, Joe Mixon, who everyone is so quick to remind me is great and is returning value on said first pick, got me a nice eight points. Not double digits that you should expect from a first-round pick. Double digits that would have gotten me the win had he got 10 or 11, eight points. And then, so that's, that's my team. Then you look at his team, right? Didn't do mm. the best either, right? There were some good guys who didn't do that bad, who, who did badly. But when you look at two guys in particular, Ramondre Stevenson, and Jahan Dotson. Stevenson, he's good, right? <laughs> but but this man was coming off of a potential high ankle sprain last week. Didn't practice all week. Limited Friday was called a game time decision. He was active. Great. You know, that, that, that's, that's kind of unfortunate. But at the same time, maybe it's a nice trap because he won't play. He'll be used limitedly. And that was happening. I saw him on the sidelines a lot. Pierre Strong was in. The other Harris guy was in. 
best game of the season. 170 yards, a nice 30-yard touchdown scamper on a bum ankle. My ass. The dude went off. Best game of the season. I lost by two. But Stevenson's good. I'll give him that. But John Dotson, he's a good talent. But for him to get 18 <laughs> points, for him to get 18 points, also, say it with me, best game of the season, I lost by two. 18 points. See, when my opponent has a guy in, in prime time and I don't have a guy, I don't watch it. I say, fuck that. I don't like cock and ball torture. I'm not watching my opponent's guy play. I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off once I know the game's over. That's what I did. But first, I like to give it a little uh, sneak peek. Let's see what the score was of the actual game before I check the fantasy. Oh, Commanders only had 12 points. Probably one touchdown at the most. What are the chances it went to Dawson? Hopefully, he got five or less. I'll, I'll allow 10 since he can do that. What do you get? 18. I was thinking the whole time, what's out, what, what do I need Atwell to, to score less than? Is it, is it five? Is it less? No, the game was just over. I was thinking, what am I going to need to avoid tomorrow? What's tomorrow got to look like for me? Nope, there is no tomorrow. The game's over. Dotson got 18. Absolutely insane. Um, and then there's me. Don't worry, Craig. We're getting to Unga Bunga because I got to point the finger at me now because I, I sat Adam Thielen, the man who I drafted, the guy who I've started every week since he's been active, or every week that he's been active, I've started him until this week where I sat him. Now, a lot of people, Craig and Pinacho, they want to know why. Why did you sit Adam Thielen? Why did you play Unga Bunga, whose real name is Dare Agumbawale, um, on the Dare. Texans? Dare. So the, the, it was matchup. So Adam Thielen was going against the Colts in Indy. He's not the first wide receiver there. I don't even think he's the second target. I think it goes Jefferson, then Hawkinson, then Thielen. He's over 30 years old. He hasn't been that great this year. He's been a wide receiver three, and he has a really tough wide receiver matchup. All I've been hearing that week was try to sit Adam Thielen if you can. Probably not looking like a good game. And the guy has put up three points in two matchups the past month. So I'm like, I don't want three points. Let's see if I can find someone with a higher floor. Unga Bunga, now that uh, Damian Pierce <laughs> on the Texans is out, he and Rex Burkhead can step up. And all I was hearing was Agumbawale uh, was the pass catcher. And they were going against the Chiefs, the Chiefs offense, who I was expecting to demolish the Texans and force them into passing situations the entire game, therefore passing to the pass catching running back, Agumbawale, who, by the way, finished with zero receptions. Um, I figured that was a good game script for him. I didn't think the Texans would have the lead at halftime. Um, little did I know he was only he wasn't even going to get any receptions. He had uh, eight carries for 14 yards, and that was it. Got me one point. So I figured he'd get some receptions, maybe like five for 30, handful of carries, possibly goal line work if I'm lucky, but at least get me like five points uh, while Thielen could, could put up a goose. And honestly, that's what was fucking happening. It was looking like a brilliant idea. Halfway through the fourth quarter, Thielen had zero targets, zero targets, not receptions, not points, targets. It wasn't even looked at till halfway through the fourth quarter. And then all of a sudden, two receptions and a touchdown later, plus you get overtime with a nice chunk play, finishes 11 points. Like, oh, great. Ended up being uh, being a bad idea. But that's okay. I don't need 11. I only need three because I lost by two. Ongabunga gets one. 
Very, very sad. And the last thing I'm going to point at is the Cowboys. So it's going to come back to you, Glenn. We're going to finish this off and let's go right into your lap because the Cowboys let me down. If there was one game that I did not need to go to overtime was the Cowboys-Jags game. The Cowboys, the, the vaunted elite Cowboys defense, let Trevor Lawrence run wild on them. I did not need that game to go to overtime. The Cowboys scored in the fourth quarter, I believe. I was watching Red Zone. I believe they were up 10 with like four minutes left. I was like, great. Cowboys are up two scores, only four minutes left. The Jags will take time off the clock. If they score, it goes back to the Cowboys. The clock should run out. No overtime. Next thing you know, it cuts back to the game. There's two minutes left. Jags have the ball, and they are up seven more points. What the hell happened? I didn't see it. So, or, am I, um, or am I misremembering? I could have sworn they were up 10. Cowboys had, a, Cowboys had a 27 to 10 lead going in the fourth quarter. Okay, well, so they're up, they're up 17. Jaguars come down, score a touchdown. That cuts the lead to 27-17. Now they're up 10. Cowboys get the ball on their own field, on their own uh, territory, probably about the 25-30 yard line. Uh, Dak's rolling out to his right under pressure. He overthrows the receiver, picked. Bad pick in his own territory. Bad read, bad decision, bad throw, bad turnover. Jags get the ball right back. They score. Now it's a three-point game. Right, because it's uh yeah, it was three point. Yep, yep, twenty four, twenty seven. Okay, uh, Cowboys punt the ball away. I believe after that, Jaguars come down again, and they let fucking Jamal Agnew run wild like he's ETN reincarnated, and they score again. And the that da- like the pick is bad. Okay, the Dallas defense letting up. Three straight touchdowns on three straight drives is bad. Not what you want to see from the playoff team or a team that you have high hopes for. Jaguars take the lead, okay? Now, Cowboys have the ball back. You pay your quarterback all this money to go down the field, take the lead, and win you the game. Dak does his job. They come down. They score a touchdown. They get the lead back up three with about a minute and a half left. What does the Cowboys defense do again? They let the Jaguars go down in field goal range. They kick a field goal to tie it. And the game goes into overtime. Overtime happens. Jags get the ball first. They get stopped. So now Cowboys have the ball on their own territory. Simple read to the left crossing route. Noel Brown. Flaccid dick hands. Off his hands, and your favorite thing, Sousa, a Madden pick, where it pops up into the air. Yep, yep. Guy catches it, runs it back for a pick six, game over. Cowboys didn't deserve to win that game in overtime because the defense played like a bunch of frauds. Dak had a bad pick, but he redeemed himself with a go-ahead touchdown drive, and the defense couldn't hold them for a minute and a half in the field goal range. They had it third down. They let up third and long. And if you saw the replay, I think it was Donovan Wilson, the safety for the Cowboys. The third down conversion, I think, to Zay Jones on the game time touch, uh, game time field goal drive and regulation goes right through his hands, like 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 this much. It's getting worse now that I'm hearing about it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the rest is history. So, I swore the Cowboys were up ten with four minutes left. They were. And w- so, how did the Jaguars score before they went to tie the field goal? 
Like, they, Dak, I just told you. And they Dak got the ball right back. Oh, he's, oh my God. All right, Dak so it goes to overtime. And then it came down. Right, right. It goes to overtime. The Jaguars apparently just bum-rushing the Cowboys. They had no problem tying the game. And they get the ball first. I'm like, all right, maybe they can just do what they just did and end the game early. Nope. All of a sudden, now they can't drive. Cowboys get the ball back. And Tony P gets three bonus points in overtime. And I lost by two. So had that game not gone to overtime, that's just another thing that happened that uh, made up those two points. So long story short, I lost by two. It hurts when you do when you lose by two. You can blame everything and everyone. I did, yeah, it's myself included. And uh, but I look at I look around the league and I look at Gomes's matchup. He lost by point less than point five, and. Um, you know, he started Conklin over Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox got 18. Conklin got one. So he had somewhat of a similar situation to me. So I just got to sit back and say, this is fantasy. Shit happens. I mean, could be worse. I'm not, I'm not threatened for the toilet bowl. Finally, I should just take, take this playoff appearance and go home. That's all you can do, Susan. That's all you can do. And let's be honest. Losing by, would you lose by a point, two points? Yeah, it would have been two points at the most. Right. I mean, you've lost by point zero two before. Yeah. I know. That means um, that means my last two playoff appearances, I've lost by a combined 2.15 points. Something like that. So It's impressive. It's rough. It's rough around here. Susan, listen, the- man. Shit happens, brother. I'm, I'm sorry. I was I was rooting for you. Yeah, I My was. Uh, I well, I didn't want to say it. Um, <clears throat> as the other matchups go, we have uh, speaking of a guy who doesn't have luck. Some people have all the luck. Speaking of a guy who doesn't have luck, fucking JV, dude. <laughs> JV would JV would have beat like five other guys in the first round if he didn't get Brennan, matched up. You're out. Bad luck with Brennan, and uh, it sucks. He was, I thought, you know, besides Jake, I was rooting for JV to go all the way. Craig says he was, but he definitely wasn't. He's a big Amaral guy. And uh, Amaral got demolished by Zach. And now we're going to get Zach versus Brendan, which is good because somebody has to lose, but somebody's got to go to the championship. Yeah. And, you know, it's best for business that one of them makes it, I think, because they have – arguably the best teams uh they have had all year they've they've uh been pretty dominant and they just did it in the first round 125 from brendan 137 from zach it's nice to see these guys face off but it does hurt that one of them's guaranteed to make the championship because neither of them have won so that increases the chances that we'll have a new champion i guess who do we who do we want to win I'm saying that as a bad thing, but the only I am rooting for Brendan. So that's that's my boy. Gonna root for him. Uh, and Jake Aronson. Jake Aronson, dude. That motherfucker found a way. Look at my name. Yeah, you did find man. a way. He found wow, this dude. Is crazy. He keeps finding a way. Jake Aronson goes head to head with my dad. Um, so frustrating. Yeah, I, well, it's not uses, unfortunately, but it's he, – he could find a way. Or 
My dad could pull another rabbit out of his hat. Maybe Jahan Dotson does it again. Maybe Jahan Dotson's the new Christian Watson. Everything of that, Souza? <laughs> Got to see it, I believe it. Uh, I, now, I I thought Jahan Dotson's previous success was because of Wentz throwing the ball, but Heineken then he got realized, it done too. Then he realized nobody's successful because of Wentz. <laughs> Your dad's the only former champ, but even then, that seems like forever ago. So we're going to have a fresh Technically, it was, be- this it was before the merger, so. The merger. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't count, does my, it? Uh... The expansion draft. Because weren't the didn't the either the Lions or Browns win a championship before it was the NFL or something? Uh, I think the Lions. No. Yeah, and the Eagles won like a bunch of NFL championships. But we don't count uh, those before Nick Foles outplayed Tom Brady. Um. All right. So yeah, we have a new champ. Um. Good. Yeah. Did I talk briefly about my game last week? Do we need to? Absolutely. Um, yeah, because let's just not, <laughs> can I just, can I just talk to you guys? Like we were like Mason, you know, you win this week, no toilet. And I was like, all right, I feel like I probably <laughs> have a chance, you know, this team's pretty good. Um, but he doesn't have his quarterback. Like Lamar Jackson's hurt. Like, you know, he's starting Chris Moore. I didn't okay. even see that. So Thursday night happens. I didn't watch the game. Right, I wake up morning. I'm already down 65 points. Already in the hole, 65. Literally right? so everyone like, on the 49ers just went off. Kittle, okay. Kittle's, Kittle's best year, week of the season. Hey, Jaffrey did what he did. And fucking Brock Purdy. I had Kittle in my Smithers League, so I was like, okay, cool. So I got 20, a uh, 25, and I had the uh, 49ers defense. So I had a 40 point cushion. It was full point PPR. I had a 40 point cushion going into the weekend. When I tell you that I needed every bit of that fucking 40 points, I was the highest scorer. I won a, I had 151 points, and the guy behind me who I beat would have beaten everybody else. Are you saying you're in the second round of the uh, playoffs in your Smithers League? I am. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Nice. Um, I don't have an applause button, but we can just do fucking. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's good. I like that. So back to this league, though. Um, so down 65 already going into Sunday, right? I'm like, okay, well, I really like my chances, but, you know, I got some good matchups. Like, uh, well, first of all, I wasn't feeling good about starting Trevor Lawrence, but both him and Kirk had kind of a shit matchup this week. And I was like, you know what? Kirk has been doing me wrong for a while. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence. Of course, Kirk got more points. Not that it would have mattered. Spoiler alert. Uh, but yeah, I'm like, okay, got some whatever matchups. And then watching the Vikings, kind of like Sousa, S- Saturday, Dalvin Cook's not doing jack shit. I'm going mm. against him in this league. I'm going against him in my in my work league. So I'm like, all right, into the fourth quarter, Dalvin had 10. He finished with 25 and then 28 in my work league because Oof. of full point PPR, right? So I'm like, okay, definitely not winning in the Westport League this week. Focus my attention on the work league. And, you know, I'd occasionally just pop back in to, like, look and see. Every single person on Panacho's team got double digits, except one, and that's Chris Moore. And even he had 6.2, which isn't that bad for a, someone I would have killed for 6.2. Yeah, I know. 
Like, what? I know. You, you... On a side note, you got the show. part of me is happy that this happened in the consolation ladder. So that sucks. Um, <laughs> for me. Nah, but, but like, but how, how mad do you think Panacho was when he saw his team get 170 points? I mean, there, there's some there's some relief that you know, obviously doesn't have to worry about the toilet bowl like we do. But we knew all year that was his team's potential if he just sat Kyle Pitts. Okay, oh, well, let's let's put his team's <laughs> potential at 138.78 because Jarek McKinnon got 30 points. Hey, so Jarek McKinnon, McKinnon's my RB1 in Dynasty right now. <laughs> yeah, he's the fucking second coming of Barry Sanders right now. Like, let's relax, dude. Dude's better than Pacheco. Guy. This is this is gonna be the guy next year who's gonna be going in like late second round. They're gonna be like, oh yeah, he's got potential. No. Someone's gonna bite on him. <laughs> no. And it's probably gonna be me. Cause I'm gonna listen to too much fantasy podcasts in the offseason saying, yeah, Jared McKinnon's a great value pick. And I'm gonna go, okay. Yeah, I, I feel bad. I mean, finally, you have a really good your best chance to avoid the toilet top of the constellation ladder and completely steamrolled no one would have won in your position um it's it sucks but now you got glenn you got another chance and honestly i don't i don't got anything to brag about <laughs> you know i got justin fields if you want to be afraid of him but i gotta worry about i am very afraid rb1 actually. trevor lawrence the fucking seven, second coming of christ all of a sudden hey. yeah what, what do you mean? He's white Jesus. What you, I told you, dude. he was gonna get his his uh, defining yeah, signature win, dude. He, he did a great win. job. Oh, you're right. He had a great. He did a great, great job deflecting the ball out of Noah Brown's hands. Uh, he did a time. great job leading the comeback. Fucking bum, dude. Zay Jones carried his ass. Oh. Um. That's a bad take. He played with swag, and you know it. Oh my god! I want to throw up. <laughs> Honestly, as bad as that Cowboys loss was. I watched a game at four o'clock and it could be even worse. Glenn, he's QB six. Put some respect I, on his name. I know, but you just missed what I said. Hey, nothing's worse than the Colts losing. Are you sure about that? Yes. Would you? Because because the Pats the Pats blunder, which is what you're referring to, dude. Is that is the worst thing I've seen in the history. A fucking sport. All right. It was embarrassing. It was because of one player. Maybe two. I don't know if Stevenson was but. even told you to, to lateral it. You were about I'm to just, put a butt at the end of this? I'm can't. comparing. When I'm comparing it to the Colts, yes. Because the Colts team was up over 30 points, and they choked and lost. While the Patriots, it was because of like one or two guys that they lost. And they could have lost anyway in overtime. But the Colts had no business losing that game. That's I'm talking. I'm talking about like all right. no, but Sousa, the, the Raiders had no business winning time. that game in that play. No, it's just such a sign of ineptitude. I want the Patriots to not make the playoffs so badly, so badly, so that Robert Kraft Punishment. can say, "Bill, fire Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, and get an actual offensive coordinator in here." Or you're gone. And I know what people don't say that Wait. about Bill. Don't say it about Bill. Fuck off. Leave Bell alone. No, do we know 
the origin of that play? Like, was Stevenson told to lateral it, or did he say, no, shit, there's no time I wa- left? I, I, watched, make I watched an interview after with Jacoby Myers. And I, I felt bad for him. But, like, he, he was straight up. He said it was him. Like, nobody told him to do anything. He tried to make a play. But, like, I, I don't – It was First of all, I mean, I, I get the – One, okay. Where were they on the field? I believe they're at the fifty one. I thought they were like the forty-five, like their own forty-five, because it was. I don't think it was far enough for Mac Jones to throw a hail mary. Well, no, it was a fifty-five yard fumble recovery, so they were on the forty-five. Jacoby Myers was on the forty-five when he threw it. Yeah, so they were, and Stevenson ran for a convenient like thirty yards, three points. I lost by two uh, before he (laughs) lateraled it, or something like that. Um, he may had a good chunk before they started that shit, so they're probably at the thirty or forty on the other side. Number one. How many seconds were left? Like none. It was like I mean, I mean, the play started was like seventeen or something. No, 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 because Steven, it was the last play of the game because Steven. I could have sworn he had a chance to run out of bounds, but he made a really big play instead. I would. All right, number one, if you're gonna call a run, you tell the running back if you have a hole, go for it. As soon as you get touched, go down because you don't want to turn the ball over. You don't want to fumble and have something like that happen. I got okay. this. So either do that or you trust your quarterback to throw a Hail Mary to where they either win the game in the end zone, it gets picked off in the end zone, they get tackled, or it gets deflected, incomplete pass, you go to overtime. Or you take a knee, play for overtime. You can put the blame on Jacoby Myers, but why the fuck would Ramondre Stevenson lateral it to him? You're tied, bro. You're right. There was three seconds when they snapped the ball. And they were like, at the 45. Well, but, like, if, if Ramondre's running the ball, he's going to be the last person to touch the ball. He just goes down. You go to overtime yeah, well, or he breaks a run. Why would you lateral it to Jacoby Myers? And then I'm not even going to go what was going through Jacoby Myers' brain. Yeah, Jacoby, so. you could say it was more Stevenson's fault than anything because Jacoby probably was not expecting that and had to make a split-second decision and said, oh, shit, this is what we're doing. Uh, and yeah, then, and then fucking – And I then mean, that was it. Yeah, Plus I don't history. know. Maybe you didn't even see the guy. But, Dude, uh, I mean, look, regardless, regardless, it just speaks to the fact that the Patriots have no situational football awareness right now. And you know what that comes down to? That comes down to fucking coaching. It comes down to coaching, Dude. Like, you have to tell me about it's, coaching. It's not fucking rocket science, man. But, like, it's so stupid, bro. It, the, the thing that's the most frustrating about this is that the Patriots had a system on offense that worked. Matt Jones was the best rookie quarterback last year. Say what you want about him. I don't think he's the second coming of, of Tom Brady or anything. But he was at least okay. Okay? And he has regressed so far this year. And people keep, I hear people on Felger and Maz every day being like, why is, why is Mac Jones like venting his frustrations? Like he needs to be more professional. It's like, dude, fuck you. Everybody, everywhere, every analyst on, on shows that are, that are like not even Patriot skewed, like national media coverage is like, what the fuck are they doing in New England? So if I'm Mac Jones in that situation, I am going to be understandably pissed and I'm not going to care about blowing up on the sideline because everyone's on my side anyway. Dude, I mean, if you're Mac Jones, you got shit play calling, you got shit coordinators, 
You got zero weapons besides your running backs. And you, people want to blame Mac Jones on calling for Bailey fucking Zappy? Dude, and the O-line sucks too. That's another thing. Mac Jones is getting killed. He's getting killed, man. Yeah. He's getting I mean, I, I don't I don't think Mac Jones is great by any standard of the imagination, but he's still young. He needs to develop. And when you got Matt Patricia as your offensive coordinator and you got these weapons around you for a young quarterback, it's like you're not gonna be successful. You're gonna be a fucking uh what are they right now? Seven and seven? You're gonna be a seven and seven so. team fighting for a playoff spot in the last three weeks every year. They they but made it like, last year and then they get blown up by a better team. It's just like that's that's what they are, dude. That's what they've been since Brady left. If you look at their record against playoff teams, they get waxed. They get waxed. They play teams that suck. They beat up on them and they look good and their defense looks good. But then when they play someone who's actually a good team, like the Bills or the Dolphins or the Ravens or whoever the fuck else, they're going to probably get waxed by the Bengals this weekend too. No shot that they lose to that, that they beat them. It's like, like, what are we doing? Like, is Bill Belichick just going to play out the string so that he can break Don Shula's record and that's it? Like, is that what he's playing for now? Because if that's the case, get the fuck out of here. Go do it somewhere else. I have no use for that shit. Damn, bring him behind the shed and pull the trigger. Damn. Um, Brennan says he only has three good players, so he has no shot this week. That's actually a lie. He's got four good players. He's got Evan Ingram. And then top top five tight end. Uh, you guys well, are definitely better than Mark Andrews together. right now. Yeah, are you saying that Mark Andrews shit? This is gonna be the week where it finally pays off that you draft Glenn, him in the second if round. If it is, if it is, dude, I will be the first one with you there to say it's fucking bullshit because he hasn't had a game over ten since week seven. Oh, that oh, doesn't make me feel six. better. Sorry. No D E W. It's not going to happen. Kamara is kind of doing his own way, too. No, bro. Uh, They're are... both so fucking I hope you go to hell. It's not even funny. Um, We're not going to do Stellar Stars this week. Um, I want to keep things wrong because we, we have more to talk about, too. Uh, but we will do the next segment, which is, uh, Mason, before you get to it, I just want to say, if you're looking for that last-second Christmas gift, if you're looking... For a little something, something extra. Maybe you're just, you know, you're going through the same thing all the time. Yeah, I guess we'll do it. Yeah, I guess if you want to rub my feet and then get on top of me and then it's just the same fucking missionary standard shit you're always used to. How about for Christmas you spice it up a little bit? How about you buy either yourself or that special someone the holiday gift of PB&J Loop? And special code this week, um, 20% off all orders for PB&J Lube before Christmas Eve if you use the promo code FUCK. That is F-U-C-K. Mason? Does it at all least right. smell like peanut butter and jelly? I mean, no. I, I... They've been working on that one for a while, but... It's gonna have. They're still in the lab. It's gonna have my face on the sticker, like say a limited edition Sousa style. Smells like PP and That picture of you just going. <laughs> yeah. Listen, oh, I, I I've seen the reviews. It definitely tastes like PB and J. It does. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all that matters then. I mean, even though the slogan's not, if you're gonna get fucked, it's might as well. 
Tastes you know, good. Tastes good. <laughs> it's, it's PB and J. You're a fuck. You might as well use lube. You might yeah. as well. I got um, fucked. But did you have PB? See, that's the problem, Susan. That's why I was yelling all day because I didn't have it. Right. It hurt. Now you use the one, one more time. You use the promo code fuck. F-U-C-K. You get 20% off all orders before Christmas Eve. Before Santa Claus is riding that sled at your house, you can pour some PBJ lube on you and ride that dick all night, baby. Let's go. Jeez. Nice. Nice. All right. It's time for fuck of the week. Brought to you by PBJ Lube. If you're going to get fucked, you might as well use lube. All right. So this week's fuck of the week is someone who I think a lot of us were wrong about this season. But uh, maybe were we, we were actually right. Were we wrong? With, a, with, how this, with how this player performed this week. This player is none other than Miles Sanders. Oh, man, he's still ranked number 11. That's an RB1. But this week, he had... 11 carries for 42 yards, and then he had a reception for negative 13 yards, uh, which gave him a grand total of 1.4 fantasy football. Oh, he fumbled too. Points. Oh, he did fumble. Wait. Oh, it does. It doesn't. ESPN. Show it on my the app showed it. Uh, it doesn't show With it on my says. desktop version. With the app says, yeah. Um, Miles Sanders, because the real running back there is Jalen Hurts. And oh. uh see, I thought it was Boston Scott, that's why I picked him up. No, it's not Gainwell either, actually. Oh, you don't say. But um moral anyway. of that story is save some fab for the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. I got three bucks to my name. Because I spent 87 on fucking Jameis Winston, who hasn't seen a snap since fucking week one or week two. I don't know what week it is. But I still made sure that I saved my last few dollars. Even The Rock had seven bucks in his pocket before he he did what he does now. You know, you got got to save him. That's it. Yeah, I I I had 13 bucks. You guys see, guys, you'd be proud of me. I used all my fab this year. Nice. Yeah, I think I had like six. Now, if you only made trades. Hey man, listen. Yeah, I, I think I showed you guys the text, um, or I talked to you guys about what Glenn, your dad, said to me after the waivers. But I got to say it again. I, Panacho, hopefully he's listening. I should have said it when he was here. So when I picked up um, Marlon Mack and Ungabunga, because they were projected for like seven each, I picked them both up for a dollar because I had Fab, and he was like, ah, like you got both of the best RBs, man. Like, good luck to you. Uh, happy holidays, whatever. And then the next day, I picked up Kyron Williams because Panacho, I dropped him through waivers. Also the highest projected running backs for six points. I picked him up, too. And that's when I got the whole the whole tides changed. I got a whole long spiel saying, you know, you, you, just had, you had to get eight running backs with and add him. Um, you know, champion. This is why you'll never win. Championships are won with integrity and pride, not shady tactics. I was <laughs> like, oh man. Listen, yeah. kids at home, if you have fab or if you're a top priority of the waivers, play keep away. That's fine, right? 
Are we all in agreement? I, I did you see this text I sent to the chat before we started the pod? It was a uh, message. I don't think so. It was a message from Twitter. Oh yeah, I did. I did. It says, "Friendly reminder that you suck." If you keep on attacking the waiver wire after Fancy Squad is eliminated with literally nothing else to play for. That's the key word. Third place money? Go ahead. Trying to avoid last place punishment? Do your thing. Simply playing for fourth or fifth place? Chill out, man. You got something to play for? Hit the waiver wire. Be active. That's what fantasy's all about. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. You had something to play for, but. Your uh, your players didn't want it. No, they didn't. I had tough matchups. I, I was scared of it. I actually was trying to actively trade Mixon and Burrow leading up to the playoffs because I knew they faced Tampa at Tampa, good run defense, and was a good defense overall for quarterbacks. And then they got New England. And then Adams had New England to start. It was rough matchups for my three best players. And, yeah, it really showed. That was tough. Um, what I want to say. Oh, Miles Sanders. Yeah, he's he sucks. Move on, Mason. <laughs> All right, that was fuck of the week. Brought to you by PBJ Lube. If you're gonna get fucked, you might as well use Lube. Uh, you also, might as I well. I, was, I had stepped away from the bathroom for those of you who are not watching the podcast. Uh, I do agree with what you said, Susa. I think if you have the money and you can block someone from doing something, totally fair game. If you're Absolutely. playing, if you're playing for something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's, that's the key caveat. If you're playing for something. If you're not playing for anything, then what the fuck are you doing? Just leave your fantasy team. All right. I have questions oh, God. for Souza. I thought I was done. What a sick joke. Glenn, I did That's not right. realize that that was Chuck until you sent the video in the chat. Susan sent that one first. Oh, you must not even, be looking at the I, chat then. <laughs> yeah. I've sent it. We sent it a when few I times. I watched it, and then when I watched it, I died. What a sick joke. And he gets to be a lawyer. What a sick joke. What a sick joke. Um, so all right, questions for Susan. You ready, Susan? I'm ready. All right. Questions for Susan. Who's better at fantasy, Souza or Glenn's dad? Oh, my God. That's, that's a Panacho question, I got to think, because this has been brought up before, years ago. They're anonymous. I got I to gotta hand it to your dad. He gets it done. When it needs he, to get done, he gets it I done. I mean, the thing, the thing that made his year was the uh, trade with Gomes. Yeah, he was Every, one in five, I think. He was he was down in the gutters, and he reeled back and uh, made it to the playoffs. When he's one in five, fashion. yeah, when he's one in five, he can make it to the playoffs. When I'm five and one, I miss the playoffs. So I got to hand go. it to him. Sick That's joke. off. What a sick joke. What a sick joke. I'm objective. I give respect, even though Pacho says, no, you don't. That's true. Um, Question for Sousa. Where does this loss rank out of all your first round losses uh number two i don't remember any of them except me and you glenn the point zero two that was the last time i was in the playoffs so uh oh my god i still think about that 
spring, summer, fall, winter. Doesn't matter. I'll think about it. Just the, the, the sheer fact that I lost from a stat correction. When I'm when I'm on my deathbed and dying, and you're standing over me, and you're like, all right, you're gonna make it. And I'll be like, closer, closer. And then I'm just gonna hand you a piece of paper, and you're gonna open it. It's gonna say point zero two. And, and when I look up, you'll already be die. dead with a smile. Um, and then I'll probably croak right there from you're a like, heart attack. Ah! I'll be like I'll be like fucking oh my god I'll be like uh uh Hector Salamanca when he doesn't have the pills and he freaks out and better call Saul and he has that stroke. Oh um yeah, no, that's the worst, and then this is the second because it was still a close finish, and I honestly don't remember the others. So what if what if Susan went? You might cut out. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear it. Cut out again. Cut out again. Come on. What a sick joke. Uh, I heard that. I don't have my readers on. Oh. (laughs) You can't see it. At the end of the day. Doing it too loud. Um, Let's see. Question for Sousa. Why play Dolchich with a backup QB? Over a top five tight end talent in Gerald Everett. Top five. Wow. He's upgraded. Um, because you would think a backup QB, for several reasons. A backup QB, a lot of times they go to their fail safes. The, the, the running back on the flat or a dump off to the tight end or something like that. One. Two, there was no Sutton. I don't think there was Hinton. He's like the guy who's kind of picking up a slack with Judy, uh, with guys being out. So there's a couple of missing receivers. And three, the Cardinals are the worst against tight end. It's the best matchup you could ask for. So that's my fucking reason. (laughs) All right. Just take it easy, man. What a sick joke. Um, Question for Souza. Do you think not winning a playoff game – and 10-plus years made you overthink started Adam Thielen. I, I, I guess they're all about me. Um, it's questions for Susan. No, I don't think I overthought it because I was in the right for 50-plus minutes, and then I was in the wrong for an additional fucking 10 minutes because I went into overtime. So, yeah. Uh so, Question for Souza. Have you thought about quitting the WPT League? Have I thought about quitting every day? Every year I think about <laughs> quitting. Every year I think about why do I play this game? And it's not just this league. It's every league. It's fantasy football. Not just the Westboro League. It's fantasy football I think about quitting because what's the point? What's the point of this anger of the money spent of the wasted effort. What's the point? I haven't been asking myself that 26 years being a Cowboys fan. But I will never quit. I like it. Uh, question for Sousa. Um, let's see. There's a lot. There's a lot today. This is the last one, actually. Questions for Sousa. Is Panacho actually your friend? Never seems like it. 
<laughs> never seems like it. Well, you got to understand that. I don't know if you remember that old Christmas commercial. It was like a, a grandfather and like his granddaughter at the dinner table. I think she was talking about a boy that was mean to her, that was being mean to her. And he's like, you know, sometimes kids are like this crescent roll, like flaky on the outside, but soft on the inside. Sometimes that's how Panacho can be, but it's not a crescent roll as much as it is like, I don't know, 10,000 layers of, 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 of uh, flakiness before you get to the softness on the inside. Because deep down, he's a good guy. Oh, but when it comes to fantasy, there's no remorse. You know and, how many no matter times he says, let's bury the hatchet. It is never buried. <laughs> it's never buried. He's like, let's bury the hatchet and let's 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 target let's target Glenn instead of uh, going after each other. Of course. And like I said, I can it understand that. It never works out that I can understand that. And then I look at Susan and I'm like, you kind of you know what you are, Susan? You're kind of like I, I can't say you're like the Cowboys because Cowboys have actually won before in the past. Not in but our like, lifetime. Right. So in our lifetime, you haven't done nothing. Cowboys haven't done nothing. Yet Panacho and Craig treat you like you're the fucking scum of the earth. Worst person ever walked the earth. That's a good point. I say, like, why does everyone like, hate the Cowboys so much? It's not like I don't know. All I know is it's always a fail safe whenever I am in a debate with someone. <laughs> And then, the Cowboys. and then, uh, you know, I'll hit somebody with with a good point. And then, well, what about the Cowboys? Well, the Cowboys <laughs> fucking suck, dude. All right, yeah, thanks. No, he, um, Panacho even said it himself in the chat. He's like, outside of fantasy, I love Souza, whatever. First friend from Westport. So if they, that there's a reflection. I think we're friends. It's a mind games thing. Like in, in fantasy football, you got to troll people. That's all. That's the fun of it. That's the part of it. And uh, it's yeah. funny, like Panacho, like people who don't know Panacho, like over the past, how long now? 10 years, 10 plus years, we've been friends. And, you know, I have had like people who don't know him be like, well, you're friends with Panacho? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, he's a douchebag. You know? And I'm like, yeah, but he's my douchebag. And yeah. I, I would always like for any of you, I would always go to bat for him and this and that. And. I think the only person I wouldn't do that for is probably Craig. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Shout out I'm Craig one time. Craig, Craig knows I love him. But Craig's uh, – we can finally stop listening to him complaining about four trophies in four years and complaining that this year sucks and this year's been – He's I'm not fucking, wrong. This year does suck. It does, this year does suck, but it's, it's enough. And then this – I've never seen anyone get more upset when the Chiefs have a three-point lead, then Craig. Like, yeah, he wants Craig, Bucker into is, the I, sun. I don't know if that, if it's like the the heritage in him, but he demands fucking perfection. Yeah, excellence, from, perfection from everything. He wants every Chiefs game to be forty-five nothing. I'm like, dude, you're up ten at halftime. What are you so mad about? Miss an extra point. Fuck this uh, team. Shit. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, that's it for questions with Sousa. What a sick joke! It's funny because you you said um, you mentioned questions for Sousa in the chat, and uh, and you said that you had five already. And Panacho's like, "Oh shoot, I gotta get some in." Then I know he had already submitted <laughs> questions at that point. 
I can, there's no chance there's five questions and none of them are from Panacho. I cannot confirm nor deny. If there's one thing that remains show. anonymous, it is always going to be questions for Sousa. Hell yeah. That's right. I got a question for Sousa. Who's going to win this week? Me or Mason? Mm. I got, I, you said your guys are like projected to tie. I haven't looked at this matchup yet. Let's take a look right now. Well, so I'm assuming a, your teams stay the same. I haven't made a right weekly now. running back acquisition. Yeah, well, I'm making my weekly running back acquisition. So watch it, bub. Okay. All right, let's go down the list. Fields versus Lawrence. Lawrence against at the Jets. Fields with Buffalo. You got to give it to the Russian quarterback. Fields have the advantage there. Algier versus Kamara. And Wilson versus Burkhead. Running backs as a whole. You'd think Kamara would be enough to to overtake Algier and Wilson, but I think that's going to be – that could be a wash. Wide receivers, Mike Williams and Hopkins versus Amon Ron Godwin. Let's just go a little further. Williams, Hopkins, and Kirk versus Godwin – Amon Ra and Peoples Jones. Oh no, Devonta Smith. Toronto Peoples Jones. Oh my God, Devonta Smith is gonna fuck me for the third time mm-hmm. this year. Are you kidding me? I'm I'm giving Mason upside. I oh. think he has the upside there, and he has the tight end over you. Oh, Suda, you don't understand. I'm he has the defense that you have just told me that Devonta Smith <laughs> is playing against me. I'm definitely gonna lose he- at Dallas, though. The elite unstoppable Dallas defense. Yeah, how how elite do you think the Dallas defense is after last week? Not elite enough. Okay, thank you. So, it's going to be really close. No, it's not. It's going to be really close. It's going to come down to touchdowns. If Is Mike Williams going to show up? Probably not. Or, I hope not. And he's Is Hopkins going to have night. a quarterback that can throw to him? Probably not. Oh, God. That would be Kyler Murray's going to go play Call of Duty. Who's going to win between Fryer and Chris? prior chris lost taylor taylor it's funny because jonathan taylor should have been the first round pick in most leagues he would have perfectly carried that curse this year into next year so i uh, guess what we're learning is that you don't want to pick the de facto first round pick with your first pick but that's happened before in this league and the curse still hit it yeah but I feel like, look, no offense to Amaral, that Marshawn Lynch pick was not a good pick. Dude, buy a pick Le'Veon Bell instead of Todd Gurley. He was suspended. Le'Veon Bell? Or not That's... suspended. He he held out. Right. Yeah. That's a curse. He didn't play the whole fucking year. And I picked him number one overall. I picked him before he held out. I thought he was going to play. Yeah, it, it... There's definitely been some variation. Otherwise, every league would have the first pick curse if it was always a de facto. Right. But McCaffrey, he was a he was a close. He was a one o. He was a one a one b type of situation. Um, I'm picking. Gotta give props to Panacho for that breaking. I'm picking Zay Jones in the first round next year. (sighs) Christian Christian Kirk, put this on the board, Glenn. That people aren't talking about. Even though I talked about this last week, Christian Kirk is wide receiver ten. I know you don't have to tell me. I got Chad Willard hitting me up every week about a fucking trade in Dynasty, wanting to give me Christian Kirk. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so I don't like him. Okay, I do. All right, Um, and who's going to be in the championship? 
Are we going to have an Aronson Bowl? That would actually be pretty fun. I'm going I would love that. I think that would be great for me. Brendan and Jake Aronson. I am too. Listen, as much as I love this league, the best scenarios to happen for week 17 would be an Aronson championship, Zach over Brendan, Jake over my dad. And it's got to, I don't want it to happen, but I mean, come on, me and Fryer in the toilet bowl. That's, that's what the people want to see. Be the, what would be the worst matchup? Brendan and your dad, probably. Yes. And then Mason and Chris in the toilet bowl. Nobody would give a no fuck. No one would have fun. Yeah, you're no right. No one would give a fuck. Be having an ulcer. Yeah. Whereas, like, but, Chris probably wouldn't even check his phone. He'd probably be like, oh, I'm going to toilet. <laughs> I don't think he's checking phone in three months. He, I bet he doesn't even have the in app. the last game of the season, he didn't even change his team. He had guys who were on high sorry. So you could argue that's collusion. Yeah, I don't – well, I know it didn't matter for him, but I guess it could have mattered for somebody else. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I'm sure on top of that. Chris, uh, like a 1% chance of making the playoffs. I know. Um, yeah. Let's do the pick quick. All right. And then, uh, quick, quick, quick. I got to eat. Pick them quick. Yeah, me too. You got to eat. This L, sorry. Come on. Damn. Too Way too soon. I gotta eat this nine. Hey, you hey, you got a tough task next week in uh, the grocers league. I know. If it wasn't for me advancing in that league and still playing for something, I'd probably be dead. <laughs> I'd probably be uh, twenty feet in the yeah, water under the bracket. You guys to send me I need you guys to send me all your positive affirmations for uh my Yo. work week. Yo, wait a minute. I'll light a candle for you. Yeah, thank you. I'll light a candle for you as well. Yo. Thanks. Wait a minute. Hold up. Someone's in third place. I'm in fifth. Oh. I'm still behind Craig. Yo, three weeks left? I'm four games behind you and and Jake Aaron. Three weeks left? I'm only down seven games? I remember I was at the bottom of the list. All right. Uh, the games are weird this week. Red, uh, Red Zone's actually going to be on Saturday. Yeah. The majority weird. of the games It's are. Christmas. Christmas Eve. Yeah, I didn't know that was going to happen. Until that actually screws me more because Christmas Eve is more of a busy day for me than uh, Christmas. Like Christmas, I would just be eating and watching TV. Usually Christmas, I would watch basketball, but since there's football on this year... I'll be watching that, but the majority of the games are on Christmas Eve. I don't like it. Bad timing. Like, it's so bad to ruin your holidays, ruin the best time of the year with fantasy football. It's, it's, I don't know why this happens. Ruin the best. Who am I speaking to? Who do you think you're talking to? This is great. What? That we get football on the holidays. No, 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 no. These are some of the most aggravating fantasy football games of the year and it happens right on christmas and then new year's oh, yeah well, whatever like what nothing gets you more depressed for the holidays than a first round exit well you got christmas to pick you up yeah yeah until i realize oh i would have beat jake and then i shoot myself <laughs> all right <laughs> jackson I- Jacksonville Jaguars are going to New York to face the Jets uh, and Zach Wilson. Uh, I got to pick the Jags because they're just hot. Me too. They're hot right now. Guys, Trevor Lawrence is good. 
I'm saying it. Jaguars first round pick next year. First overall. Next year, Jaguars playoff team. Calling it. Yeah, we said that beginning of the year of this year too. I, yeah, I, mean, I, no, 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 I no, was a year different. too early. That's different. We're a year yeah. too early. All right. They finally found they're finally playing with some swag. Yep. Swag. The Buffalo Bills are eleven and three, and they're playing on Christmas Eve against the Chicago Bears in Chicago, and it is cold in Chicago. The Philadelphia players were saying Philly gets cold, but there is no cold like the cold at Soldier Field that they just played in last week. And if anyone knows about cold, it's Josh Allen. Does it matter? Like I think the Bills are still gonna win. Yeah, they're gonna win. I, and I, honestly, I would I say I was Bills. close with that Eagles take I had last week because the Bears were in that game, but they literally just gave it to them. Like they weren't they weren't trying. <laughs> um, the Saints. All right, NFC South for a second, okay? You have the Bucks at six and eight. The Saints are at five and nine. The Panthers are five and nine, and the Falcons are five and nine. Somebody has to win that division. And somebody has to be a playoff team. Yeah. And somebody's got to host the Dallas Cowboys, and one of those teams will. It's kind of nuts. Saints over the Browns? No. Browns. No. Browns at home. All right. Mason? Mason? Uh, I'm taking the Browns. Right. Yeah, you're taking a Brown, all right. Taking a code Brown. Code Brown. The Houston Texans are one twelve and one, and they're going to Tennessee to face the Titans, who are seven and seven. Titans, tighten up. The Seahawks are seven and seven. And they're going to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Chiefs, but Craig won't be happy. Oh, it's going to be uh, four quarters of. Yeah, Bucker sucks. Yeah. And then the Chiefs win by four. <laughs> um, I've missed the last bit. I'm taking the Titans against the Texans, and I'm taking oh. the Chiefs. Okay. Um, Even though I want the Seahawks to win. The New York Giants at 8-5-1. and one, uh, Coming off a win against the Washington Commanders, which allowed the Cowboys to clinch a play- playoff spot. Um. They're going to Minnesota to face the Vikings for 11 and three, and they don't fucking deserve to be. And it pisses me off because this is the most overrated team in the league. You like that? I don't like it. Give me the Giants. I'm taking the Vikings. Give me Saquon Barkley carrying the load like you did last week. Because after a certain point, you just have to acknowledge they're still finding ways to win. I don't. I think they're overrated as well, but they're still winning games. Did so, they find a they, way? Exactly. Find was a way it, did I see? Don't that. compare them to Jake. <laughs> did I see that Kirk? Um, that was the biggest comeback in history. Oh, unless it was just regular season. Um, uh, yeah. No, it was the biggest comeback in history. In the history, Patriots had the biggest comeback in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Now was the prior biggest comeback, at least for the regular season, also Kirk with in Washington. No. No, I don't think you like that game. The last I think game. It was, was thirty-five like really to seven in the eighties. I think the uh, 49ers came back over the Saints. Eighties. They were down thirty-five to seven and a half. Okay. Back. Um, Bengals at New England Patriots. 
Bengals. Bengals. The Lions are seven and seven. They're going to Carolina. Give me the Lions sneaking in the The Lions, baby. Lions. The Atlanta Falcons are five and nine, and they're going to Baltimore to face the Ravens. And we still don't know what's up with Lamar Jackson. Um, I'm taking the Ravens. Me too. I'm taking the Ravens because Mark Andrews is due. Shut up. Well, Washington. what happened with Algier? 20 points? Are we going to forget that happened? I mean, he's good. He, he, he would like he's to. He's good. He, you know, I like to think the change of quarterback had a little something to do with that. Caleb Huntley's out with an Achilles. Mm-hmm. It only took season. all season, but you you waited. Yo, and you know what's crazy? Is that that was the deal breaker in the trade I made with Jake. Because he wanted Patterson and Algier. And I was like, nah, let me keep Algier. I said, I'll do this deal, but I got to keep Algier. And think, I mean, I think I would have beat Jake anyway, but Jeff Wilson's not healthy. And if there's a chance where he can't play this week, I got to fucking start Boston Scott. So Algier's going to be your Kenyon Drake. Wow. That's something else. The Commanders are 7 6 and 1. They're going to San Francisco. San Francisco's playing good, so I'm picking them. Yeah, it doesn't yep. matter who the fuck they Me have too. at quarterback. They got. Brock Purdy. And then you got the Philadelphia Eagles at 13-1 and going to Dallas to face the Cowboys. But Jalen Hurts, we don't know if he's playing or not. I'm picking the Cowboys. Um, it'll be a close game either way, but I'm leaning on the fact that Hurts either won't play or he'll be limited. I, the Cowboys need to win this game. If, if Hurts doesn't play, they need to win. If Hurts does play, they need to win. They need to win this game. You can't lose a game like that to the Jaguars, followed by an overtime win against the fucking Texans. This is your statement game, with or without fucking Jalen Hurts, the system quarterback. Um, Mason? Taking the count. Uh, sorry. I'm taking the Eagles. Oh. Hmm. And then you get the Las Vegas Raiders. We're coming off one of the greatest victories in Raiders history. <laughs> Jacoby Myers, what the fuck were you thinking, you <laughs> dumbass? What a fucking idiot, am I right? I'm digging the Raiders. Idiot, dude. John Madden's laughing at you in the fucking grave, dude. <laughs> you fucking Raider. <laughs> it's the Raiders. It's the Raiders. Always nothing, boys. Uh, give me the Raiders. I think Devontae is going to have 28 points. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he'll uh, do better than last week. Oh, shit, man. It's really not funny. That's kind of fucked up that you just made that joke. It's too soon. Too soon. And it's Sunday. You got three. Oh, you got f- how many games? Three games. You got one at one o'clock, and it's the Green Bay Packers going to Miami to face the Dolphins. Dolphins. Fins up. Big week Warm. for Tyreek Hill. Um, Tyreek Hill have a big game, baby. You got go. the Denver Broncos. I think Russell Wilson might be back, and he's going to face Baker Mayfield and the Rams in L.A. Who cares that Russell Wilson's back? I'm rooting for the bathroom still. Give me the Rams. I'm picking the uh I'm picking the Broncos. Me too, Broncos. Guys. Got to root for the bathrooms. I'm rooting for the bathrooms, but I'm picking the Broncos. Um, Sunday night, Tampa Bay going to Arizona. 
The Bucks. Bucks got them. Give me the Bucks. The Bucks can't beat Colt McCoy. Then what, what the fuck are they doing? And then Monday night, you got the Los Angeles Chargers going to Indianapolis to face the Chokers. <clears throat> I'm sorry, the, the Colts. You mean the, the Chargers. Chargers, yeah. And a total combined score of 16-9. Let's save those picks. Then we're going to start the growth. Sizzling hot takes are brought to you by Der Burgers. Mason, are the burgers good? Der. Der. My sizzling hot take is that even though I picked the Cowboys to win, I think Gardner Minshew plays. I think Gardner Minshew does his best Jalen Hurts impression and scores two rushing touchdowns in an Eagles victory. Okay. Okay. Mm. And then everyone's going to be like, damn, is the MVP a system quarterback? Um... I don't know. All right. Mason. My hot take is that Adams, Mixon, Deonta Foreman, Unga Bunga, and Dulcich are all going to do better than they did last week. That's not uh, that hot. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not that hot. No. Uh, my sizzling hot take is that the Bengals roll into Foxborough and they absolutely blow doors on the Patriots. I'm talking they're winning by five touchdowns. The Patriots are going to be lucky if they even score 20 points. The Bengals are putting up 40. Joe Burrow's going Great. to have four touchdowns. Uh, Mixon's going to have yeah. 50 points. No. That's only against me, not the Patriots. Relax. Yeah. Yeah. Sousa hot takes. Brought to you by Der Burger Sousa. The burger's good. Er. Der, week 16, we're coming to an end of the fantasy football season. We're going to find out who will be in the toilet bowl and who will be in the championship game of the Westport Football League. Ladies and, and gentlemen, it ain't going to be me. And it ain't going to be Susan. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for tuning into the live stream on Twitch, as always, 6 p.m. every Tuesday night during football season. Uh, we thank you for listening to the podcast wherever you listen, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. And um, good luck to the rest of you who play fantasy football. Good luck to the commissioners who have to deal with the league mates who play fantasy football. And good luck to the league mates who get accused of collusion when they play <laughs> fantasy football. You guys got anything else to say? Um, Nothing. Fingers crossed I win in my work league. The Dynasty League. The championship next week. We'll see. That's wild. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye bye. See ya.